Hi, my name is Ivy, and I am a rising junior. Carla, a rising junior. Isabella, a rising senior planning to major in mathematics. Nina, a rising freshman. And Shayla, a rising freshman who's been working behind the scenes. We'll be talking about a major female figure in the STEM field, Dr. Anne S. Ongreen, and her experience in STEM. We had the honor of interviewing Dr. Ongreen, and she'll be featured in this podcast. Before we learn about what Dr. Almgren does now, I think it would be helpful to learn about where she came from. Yes, so buckle up because this is going to take a while. She grew up in Princeton, New Jersey and spent her early years bouncing around on the East Coast close to her home. Her biological father and stepmom were math professors, while her stepfather and biological mom were English professors. So basically, she came from a family full of professors and high expectations. Dr. Almgreen went to Harvard University for her undergrad, where she earned her degree in physics. At that time, she knew that she at least kind of enjoyed math and science, but didn't like all the required courses. Therefore, she chose to pursue physics because it had the least number of required courses she had to take. After Harvard, Dr. Almgreen didn't exactly want to go to grad school right away, so instead, she started looking for job opportunities to make money. In her senior year of college, Dr. Armgreen taught a pre-calculus class at Harvard, then proceeded to teach high school in Switzerland for a year. After that year, she found out that teaching high schoolers wasn't really her cup of tea, and decided to apply to UC Berkeley for grad school, where she studied mechanical engineering. Then, she landed a position at the Livermore National Lab after getting her degrees in physics and mechanical engineering. So we just heard about Dr. Almgren's early life and academic career, but what inspired her to pursue her STEM journey? Having family members that pursued STEM as a career helped ignite her passion for mathematics. Even though her family had a widespread of careers, she leaned more towards mathematics. Dr. Almgren had a special liking towards solving puzzles and problems, which helped make her decision about going into STEM easier. Dr. Omgreen described other subjects like English and history as repetitive and most preferred the mathematical career because of all of the problems that needed solving and the solutions she was able to formulate. I always liked the math side more. And I think of it when I look back at like high school, if you told me to do a 10-page problem set, like for math or physics, or to do a, write a 10-page English paper, I would always choose the problem set. So what exactly does Dr. Almgren do now, and what kind of research is she involved in? Dr. Almgren is a senior scientist at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory. She describes herself as a computational scientist. She says she does computational modeling, and in addition to her job responsibilities, is the group lead of the Center for Computational Sciences and Engineering in the Applied Mathematics Department. Her research pertains to working with PDEs, partial differential equations, and solving them. She explains her title of computational scientist as being one-third applied math, one-third sciences, and one-third computer science. What I do is I do sort of computational modeling, which means we look at a, a physics, uh, not physics, a physical 
system, I'll call it. And we try to figure out what are the right equations, and then we make programs to solve those equations, and we run the programs, and then we see kind of what happens. Dr. Almgren says that she doesn't do as much of her own research as she did before. As we mentioned previously, she's a group lead. That means she mostly oversees other people's research. But that doesn't mean that she just works in an office all day. One of the research projects that she and her group have been working on is, in simple terms, a new design for power plants. So they have this way, this new kind of power plant, instead of using air, they have these little metal particles that carry oxygen to the fuel, and they kind of they get heated up, they release the oxygen, the fuel burns, and the particles go back to the other side of the reactor and get more oxygen. While her group's topics of research greatly vary, each topic uses math to create new equations and computers to simulate the physical phenomena they're studying. This week at Girls Talk Math, we've been learning about number systems. How does Dr. Almgren use number systems in her work? Since Dr. Almgren is a group leader of the Center of Computational Sciences, she mainly does computational modeling. Based on our knowledge of number systems, we know that computers play a big part in this. But she also does some work in astrophysics, cosmology, combustion work, optimization, quantum computing, and comes up with new designs for a power plant. Therefore, she does not directly apply number systems to her career. Instead, she uses partial differential equations. She also told us that she takes advantage of number systems. So I don't directly do anything with number systems. So have you just heard of partial differential equations? So what I do is, is more in the field of math that has to do with solving that kind of equation. We do use computers, and of course, computers now are binary. So you know, like there's the binary versus the analog in computing. So I guess I would say I take advantage of a lot of that work, but I don't specifically work in that field. So what advice would Dr. Almgren give to young ladies like us going into STEM? After her long and riveting adventure in the science field, Dr. Arngreen has composed a list of advice in which she would like to share with all the young women pursuing STEM. First of all, know that you belong. By this, she means that if you're the only female in a class, you should tell yourself that you do belong. Dr. Arngreen stated that find yourself a support system. She mentioned how she wouldn't have made it if it weren't for her friend, Anne, who helped her throughout college. Lastly, Dr. Arngreen indicated that you should ignore all the jerks. What I've learned is there are a lot of good people out there who, you know, some are men, some are women, and there are a lot of jerks, and you just got to avoid the jerks. And so it, there are times where I wish it was just normal, totally normal to be, you know, to walk into that AP physics classroom or that, you know, that math thing and have it be half women. The thing I want to tell you guys is you do belong. Don't let anybody tell you different. But sometimes when you look around, you won't feel like it. That's not enough reason to not do it. What did Dr. Almgren learn from her career in STEM? Has it changed her outlook on life at all? STEM is a good place to be in job-wise. Dr. Almgren says that STEM never changed her, and that it actually plays to her strengths. She likes to be able to figure things out and engaging with the world by trying to understand it. Just from a purely practical perspective, STEM's a really good place to be, okay? 
the jobs are in STEM because our world increasingly works because of STEM. You know, when you think about it, there didn't used to be computers, there didn't used to be all the fancy electronics, all this stuff. All that stuff exists because people in STEM did it. So what did we learn from this interview and from the past two weeks as well? So first of all, we're all very, very lucky to be able to interview such an amazing mathematician such as Dr. Almgreen. For me personally, hearing the different jobs and positions she went through was my biggest takeaway. As she talked about different STEM fields, Dr. Almgreen was able to explain how and why she chose each one, giving us the opportunity to absorb that knowledge for the future. And who knows, maybe one of us will end up in one of those fields later in life. In addition to that informational section, she also gave us advice on life in general, which I greatly appreciated. Dr. Almgreen's general willingness and eagerness to help us made this interview the best it could have ever been. Something that I took out of these past two weeks is that learning number systems and learning Python is a very beneficial skill to learn that can be applied anywhere. We had the honor to interview and listen to many female STEM role models in their career journey. Dr. Rue Pfeiffer is a statistician at the National Cancer Institute, and she gave us a piece of advice that can be helpful in STEM-related internships. Dr. Pfeiffer said to learn Python or any type of coding, and it would be easy to learn other types of coding that can be essential in STEM careers. From this experience, I learned many things. One of the biggest points would be that, regardless of your field in STEM, at one point, it will all tie together, even if it's by one tiny thing. For example, even though you're a mathematician, the research projects you are working on could use science and engineering as much as it uses math. I also had the privilege of learning various impressive mathematical careers that are essential in our lives today such as cryptography. This was a very amusing and interesting experience, and I was able to learn so much from it. Saying that I learned a lot from this past week, including interviewing Dr. Almgren, would be an understatement. This whole experience has cemented my interest in the field of mathematics, and I'm extremely excited to learn more about the subject. Often, when I'm in one of my math classes and having trouble, I start doubting that I can ever learn these subjects. I actually learned this week that that is called math anxiety. Hearing from Dr. Almgren that during her study she faced these same exact fears helps me believe in myself and believe that I can learn and understand these subjects. Overall, this has been a really enjoyable experience for all of us. We are grateful to be able to interview such a successful female mathematician and we hope that this podcast was informational to you all. Thank you for your time.
computer likes math is not a man. You could be a female mathematician.